Good evening. Tonight's learning is sponsored by Yitzhi Zaiten family. Here often the schools of our learning should be a school for his family, to Baruch Bachom Yilgumetav, and the schools of Tere, Yamad Loyal, Lazari, 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 Shlayomu, Shatari, Mipim, Pizari, Ad Oilam. Schools of our learning should also be a school for Shlayim, for Miriam Beil, Bas, and Chom, Vesayich, Shara, Chel Yisrael. So we're in the middle of the story of David on the run from Shaul. This is different. You know, we're up to a new phase of the story. David has his little army. He's on the run. He even goes to defend the city of Keilah against the Plishtim. He makes a bold move. Mm-hmm. Shaul finds out about it. He tries to capture him. David escapes just in time. He has the Urm Atumim. He has the Kodesh Baruch Hu giving him directions. So he escapes into the wilderness. And Shaul can't find him. Shaul goes back home, Yenison comes, searches out David in his hiding place, and tells him that he knows that David's going to be the king, and he's mechazikim Bashem. that don't worry, my father doesn't know where you are, we're not going to harm you, and he says, one day, Bez Hashem, when you're king, I want to be the Mishnah Melch. And Yehuda uh, Nasi, great-great-grandchild of David Melch, says that there's only a few great people in Anova in history and what Yonason did for David, this is something above and beyond. I know of Yonason being able to turn down, he was the crown prince, and to t- give it all away because he recognized the Kedusha of David HaMelech, the David's Mashiach Hashem. It's a very, very unique Madrega, and it's a Madrega of tremendous Anova. And it comes from Ahava, of, Ahava that comes from loving the Kedusha of David. So David is relatively safe, and now David has a very disturbing incident. Actually, just before we start this, one other nakuda is that we saw last week the tremendous mysterious nefesh of David to save Klal Yisrael when they're in their moment of tsar, even though he was risking his own life. And this week we'll see that Shaul as well had this tremendous meat of mysterious nefesh for Klal Yisrael, even above his own interest. So David's hiding out. The people from the city of Zif, they come to Shaul. Hagivasa to give it where Shaul lived. Lamar, Halay David Mistatu Imanu Bimatsudis Bachayrasha. David is hiding out fortresses, natural fortresses, not actual buildings, Bachayrasha, Bagivas, Hachichla, Asher Mimin Hayishimin. That's where David's hiding out. Vaata Lukha Avas Nafshek Na Avas Nafshika Hamelech. Whenever you, the king, would like to go down, you can go and capture him. And we're there, we're going to help you out, and we'll uh, hand him over. So he has the local inhabitants, the inhabitants of Yehuda. These are people from Shevet Yehuda, and they're coming to Shaul to betray David. And what do they have in it? Nothing. This is something that David finds extremely painful. And so David addresses this as he does much else in his life. And David says that save me And now he addresses the Zifim, Kizorim, Kamu, all I strangers came up against me, Varitz and Bikshunashi, 
don't listen to them. So to pay them back for the treachery and to save David. So you see David's approach when this happens. But I'll call upon him. This is a major treachery. Now. They didn't have nothing to gain. They a, gained favor with the king, and also oh, the, the previous the previous uh, places that were harboring him got killed out. Oh, only right. They're saying no, maybe never can. I'm saying any differences that, that Shaul had no idea they were hiding. This. He could have. They could have just stayed out of it. Yeah, saying so maybe they, they felt they had to, they but they definitely they went you know above and beyond. They said we're going to come and help you actually right. hand them over. <clears throat> so Vayem Shaul, Bruchem Atem Lashem Ki Chamaltem Aloi. So you see Shoal's viewpoint of the whole thing. Shoal doesn't see himself as some sort of bad guy. Shoal sees himself as the tzaddik, and he sees this as the Yad Hashem saving him from his terrible enemy, David. But he asks them, thank you so much, that you have Rachmanus on me, so many people, even my own shevet, I feel like they're abandoning me. You still stand by your king, you're loyal. I need something from you. He says, I need you to go back and do more preparations for me to attack. <laughs> I need you to see the exact spot of David where he himself is. Who saw him there. Why? Because I've heard that uh, Rashi says, Someone told me that Orem Ya'arim Hu. That Mesnai Kub Arma David is a very tricky fellow. Hayim Khan, Vilmachamakamacher, he moves from place to place. Kadeshla Yvadamakami, so we should never know where he is. So you know you tell me you know where he is, that might be good information from a little while ago, but I don't know if it's still accurate, if it's still up to date. So I need you to give me a more accurate read if he's still exactly there. You know, it sounds a little bit like the Americans chasing down bin Laden or whatever, you know, to make sure he's still there. This is how Rashi understands that he was told that David's acting with tremendous uh, sly cunning to avoid detection. But the Radak says a different shot, very interesting shot. He says that who Ki Omar Eli is not someone else. He says Ki Omar Eli means David told me. David himself told me when David used to live with me, he was my, he was my Adam, I knew him well. How do you have so much success against the Plishtim? So he said that he was a tremendous tactician. He had tremendous plans in Tachbulayim. He used to make ambushes, pretend he's in one place and they would attack and he would get them from the back. This is David's modus operandi in battle. So Mamela Shaul said, Listen, I, I know this is very dangerous. Now it's interesting that. This is described as David's Mahalach fighting war because, well, as Hashem, will take us a while till we get there, but when David is forced to go on the run from his son of Shalom, so there's a question about chasing down David right away the first night as they're on the run. And uh, David sends one of his allies to try to pretend he's of Shalom's ally and to convince him. So Achitaifel, who's the. The advisor, as the Pasuk says, his, his Eitzes are like the Eitzes of Hashem. Mamish perfect Eitzes, said, this is your chance. Dove's on the run, he's weak, he's running away, he's chasing down tonight, you kill him. And Chushe Ha'arki, who was there to uh, foil the plans against David, so what did he tell Avshalom? 
So he says, Ati Yadata Savicha, you know your father, Vasanashav, Kiyibayim Hema, Umori Nefesh Hema. And he says that Avicha Ishmael Khamalayolana, so he's not gonna be sleeping with everyone else. He's hiding, he's hiding in ambush. And you're gonna go and attack the main camp, he's gonna be in ambush and he'll be able to kill you. It's dangerous. You can't just attack. You have to be prepared for a major battle. So you see, this is the way David was described. This was David's method of doing battle. Oh, so so Shaul tells them, Go and check out all the various places for ambush. I'll show you where he could be hiding. Come back to me, and I'll go with you. And you show me exactly where to go. I'll look for him throughout the entire area of Yehuda. So the Zifim went ahead of Shaul. To find out where David is. It seems like David actually was not in hiding. David seemed pretty secure at this time. Yenison told him, We don't know where you are. He's hiding amongst his own shavit, and, and David feels quite confident that he's safe. So they come back. So now Shaul comes with his army. David's told that Shaul's after you. And David went down a mountain to a certain valley, Vayeshib Bamidbar Ma'in, and he was in the midbar of Ma'in. Vayishma Shaul, Shaul gets wind of where he's hiding, and Shaul chases after him. Vayelech Shaul Mitzad Haharmizeh. Vidavid Banoshiv Mitzad Haharmizeh. We have a situation where Shaim argue exactly what this means, they're in two sides of a mountain, or maybe two sides of a valley, but they're very close to each other. And David now wants to escape. David's in a tremendous panic to run away from Shaul. So Shaul and his men get wind of what's going on, and they are oitzim. Rashi says, They surround the David. They have David trapped with his men. He has a much larger force of soldiers. This is the end for David. And David actually panics. Pell. The Radak over here brings a Medrash. What is David's reaction? So Zakt the Medrash, Ubidrash, Zakt Radak. That Nechbazolecha, Zeusha Omar David, Aniya Marti Bechovzi, Kola Odom Koize, right? We say in Howl. Now David Amal said, Bechovzi, when I was in a panic, Kola Odom Koizev. Everybody's Koizev. Who is he referring to? So the major says, Kivin David biyad He saw he's being captured by Shaul. Omar The whole thing that Shmuel made me the Melech was Nimshach Melech was the Chinam. It's not true. Everybody's lying, even Shmuel. How could you speak that way? I need Hashem says, I'm made that Shmuel's a Novi Neman, and you say Shmuel's Kaisev. I can't save you. So Kalish Baruch now saves Shaul. David, how does he save David? A messenger comes to Shaul Lamar. Mahara Velecha. Run, hurry, keep pushing to push them all. So push them are attacking. 
Now, you could imagine this is a tremendous, tremendous Nisoyen for sure. On the one hand, he has his arch enemy captured and circled. He can finally bring an end to the rebellion. On the other hand, his duty is to protect Klal Yisrael. How is he going to respond? So, Vayal, Vayoshev Shomir Dev David Shol decides that his first duty is to Klal Yisrael. Vayel Chlikras Plishtim. Alkein Korul Amokamahu Sela Hamachlaikis. The place is called Sela Hamachlaikis. Why is it? What's the Machlaikis? Sazak Jashi. Shahayalibay Shol Shol Cholok Lishtay Deis. Shol wasn't sure. Ezu Teva. In Loshev Lahatzlis Artsem Yad Plishtim, should he. Do his duty to save Klal Yisrael. Lirdei for Lutzvaisus David, and his way of thinking that David is an existential threat to the Malucha and to the stability of Klal Yisrael. Perhaps that would have been the better thing. But Al Kolpanim Shol decided his mysterious nefesh to Klal Yisrael was greater, and he went to save Klal Yisrael from the Pelishtim. Now, who was this messenger? Sarashi tells us, Umalach Bal Shol. It's a Malach Mamish, an actual angel. Kedei Lahatzel is David. How do we know that? Because what type of messenger? You come to the king, right? You have an urgent message to the king. Right? The British are coming. Right? The Pelishtim are coming. Right? You don't run to the king and tell him, the, quick, get up and run the Pelishtim here. Yeah? You don't talk that way to the king. He says the only person who would talk that way to the king is a Malach Hashem. So as a Malach Hashem came, he told Shaul to, to run. He has to go and save Klal Yisrael. And despite that, at the Pella, Shoal doesn't see in the Siyad Hashem saving David. Shoal looks at it as a Mikra, and Malach came to warn him that he has to save Kali. So Shoal doesn't see that this is an Ace Hashem to save David. Now the Rabbi, he's going to continue chasing after David. Were the Pelishtim actually there? Or so it doesn't say much about the battle, but definitely it was not, uh, maybe there was a small incursion, it was nothing major. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't made, it wasn't a lie. It, it sounds like there was something that went on. Vayal David Misham, so David was able to escape. Vayeshev Metsudas Engedi, and he sat in the mountains of Engedi. It's not there wasn't an actual fortress. It means in the mountains. You know, anybody who's been to Engedi, you know that they have all these cliffs and so on. So it's a very uh, well fortified place to hang out. Vayhi Kashashov Shol Me'achre Plishtim Shol comes back from. And once again, Shol gets a report of where David's hiding. <coughs> now, Shol already has an army now because he went to fight against the pollution. He takes from this army, he takes 3,000 men, choice men, he calls Yisrael. He makes sure to take them from all the Shvat and the Klai Yisrael. He wants everyone to have a hand in attacking David. He doesn't want it to be seen as some sort of civil war. He makes sure it's they go searching out this insurgency, David. Where did they go, go looking? They went to look on the high mountains where only the, the mountain goats went. The Redak says, right? the, the mountain goats are in the mountains. So the Do, Shaul assume where's David? David's up in the rocks. Where would you hide? Right? That's where a fugitive would be. Now, the truth is that this, this is where we see David's, you know, his trickery and David's uh, strategy is David used reverse psychology and he didn't go up into the mountains. Instead, he was hiding in the caves, right? We know there's a lot of caves in those mountains. You can see some of them when you drive down that highway along the Amamelech, right? And you see on the right side, the mountains, you're driving you know, down south. And what? Did you say? 90. 
Right, yeah, that's the tishin, right? And, uh, and, um, so, there's also the caves, right? The famous Dead Sea Scrolls are found in one of those caves. So, Dover was hiding out down below in the cave, which is closer to the main road, closer where people would have seen him, and that's where Dover was hiding. But, Shoal never dreamt of this. So, Vayavi al Gidris Hatsayin al Derech, there was, uh, you know, there was, there was, there was sheep that were just in, in, in pens near the path. Vishom and there was a cave. Vayavi Shoal Lahoseiches Raglov. So, Shoal went into this cave. To use the bathroom. Right? Most of the Farsh understand he was using the bathroom Gedolim. So he wanted to have privacy. And as Hashkocha would have it, that the very cave that Shoal went to find privacy, Shoal was Mashunadika, excelled in Tznius, as we know. He was embarrassed to come forth and became the king. And the meet of Shoal and Tznius that starts with Rachel and in Shoal and went to Esther and Zeichet to make the Yeshua for Klal Yisrael. But this Mid of Tznius, the Shoal went to a very private place to use the bathroom. And we'll see that even when he used the bathroom in this very private cave that was behind the fence, way, far away from everyone, he still covered himself totally and went to the bathroom. Tremendous Tznius that Shoal had. Right? The, the Gemara says, Amr Belazer. We'll see that Yechayev Misa, but uh, he says that we'll see that the Tznia saved his life. I call upon him as I state in the Gemara in Brachas. And uh, the Gemara elsewhere says, So their heel or their toe. And the tremendous, tremendus sneers had all the civil Yavel Gidris Saino Derek Shoma or Rabavo of Oven the Shame Rebelazer, Gedel of Nimin Gedder, there was a fence and then another fence. And then Shoal went, there was a cave and an inside cave. And despite that, he covered himself totally with his begodim to go to the bathroom. I hope on Shoal went in to use the bathroom. And Mamish Ashkoch would have it, it's that very cave that David with all his men, it's a large cave, they're hiding in the back of the cave. Now, there's a medrash. I couldn't find it. It's not brought down over here, but I believe this is one of the ones you learn when you're a kid with the spider's web, right? Mm-hmm. That's the reason that uh, Shaul assumed that this, this cave was safe. He didn't call him. Now, Pashim Shah didn't call him to them's in the cave because he assumed, it says in the Psukim, that David's up in the mountains. That's where his soldiers are searching, and he's down below. But there's a medrash that there was a spider came and made an intricate web, and it looked like no one had disturbed it for a while, and Shaul was convinced that this was a cave no one had been in in a very long time. He goes into use the bathroom. The Amor Anshi David Elov. So David's men tell him, "Hine Hayoyim Asher Omer Hashem Leikecha Elecha. Hine Anoichi Noisin Asevecha Biyalcha. This is the day Hashem said, 'I'm giving over your enemies into your hands.' Vasisul Eikasher Hita Veinecha. So his men will say, 'Look, this is Mamish Hashkacha Pratos. I call this Baruch who wants you to kill Shaul. This is the moment. I call this Baruch who said he's going to give your enemies into your hands. Here it is.'" You're the king of all the caves, all the places. He decides to use the bathroom alone, no one with him in the cave. You're here with all our men. Let's kill him, and the whole thing's over. So David doesn't answer. David says, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go deal with Shaul. Now, Yochum David, so David gets up, and he sneaks over to Shaul, but he doesn't kill him. David wants to show Shaul that he had him in his power, and he could have killed him. So what does he do? He cuts off a corner of his baguette. He wants to be able to show, show that I could have killed you, and I didn't. I had Rechmanus on you. 
But David's men, they were unaware that he wasn't planning on killing Shaul. They see him sneaking forward with his knife, and, you know, they think that's it. The, the David's going to take care of Shaul once and for all. <clears throat> so when he doesn't kill Shaul, so uh, David's uh, men are not too happy with it. But David himself, not only does he not have charot that he didn't kill Shaul, once he cut off the baggage, David suddenly felt terrible. He was chayshish, believer, he didn't have to cut, to start, to even touch, to be the ill of the king. How dare he? And Befrat, what, what happens when you cut off the knaf of Beged? Lose the mitzvah tzitzis. Chazal say that that's why, all the way to the end of David's life, so the Pasuk tells us, that they covered him over with clothing and didn't warm him is because of this, because he was mavaz in the beggar of the Melch. But I'll call upon him, David feels bad for even touching the beggar of the Melch. But he comes back to his men, and his men are like, what's going on? Why don't you kill him? And David tells his men, that I should do that, to my master. He still considers Shaul as Masa, Mashiach Hashem, the anointed one of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, L'shleach Yodi Boi, Ki Mashiach Hashem Hu. And he reiterates, he's the Mashiach Hashem. David saw the Kedusha of Shaul, he had, he was Nimshach, B'Shem and Amishcha, the tremendous Kedusha that Shaul had, and Chalilah for me to even think about touching him. Now his men were very upset, very interesting Lashon the Pasuk uses. David is... Uh, Pressed very hard by his men, why don't you kill Shaul? You crazy? I mean, you can understand his men looking at it. You know, it's like the you know the famous joke: there's the guy in the hurricane, and uh, and the national guard comes to save him with the jeep, and he says, uh, "I have a talking like Hashem Rochel is going to save me." And then they come with the boat, and he says, "I have a talking." Then they come with the helicopter; he's already on the roof. I have a talking, and sure enough, he drowns. He comes at the shrine and says, "I had so much betochen. Why don't you save me?" Hashem says, "I sent you the jeep, and the boat, and the helicopter. <laughs> what do you want from my life?" So you know, the thing like. You're waiting for Hashem to help you. Hashem helped you. Look, he sent David into your show, Mamish, into your hands. But David understood that <clears throat> this is not the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted him to do. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not want him to kill the Mashiach Hashem. And this is an Esau in Adar Abba. And David also understood that if he's going to kill Shaul, you know, Bag says this, and others say this, that if he's going to kill Shaul, then he's setting a very dangerous precedent. What's the precedent? You don't like the previous king, you bump him off from the next king. And unfortunately, we'll see, if, as I said, we should have Marich uh, Yavim to the Shir, we'll make it into Sefer Malachim. So, uh, in Sefer Malachim, unfortunately, the Malchai Yisrael, this becomes the norm, and you know, most of them don't make it more than one or two generations before someone assassinates the king and makes himself the king. So, David understood this is not the derech, this is not the way to do it, and most of all, he's the Mashiach Hashem, the Kedusha of Shaul, he's not going to touch him. But his men are very upset. So what does the Pasuk use? A very interesting choice of words. What's this word? So Rashi says, He separated them and pushed them aside with words. This word, if you remember, where did we have this word before? Huh? So when, uh, when they capture Agag, so uh, what's the Lushan that, that says when, when, when Shmuel kills kills uh, Agag, so it says, Vayishasev Shmuel as Agag l'fnei Hashem b'gilgul. It's a lotion of cutting. It's a little bit different. I don't know, it sounds like it's similar, 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 it means also the cutting. I don't know if it's Mamash the same word. It sounds similar. Maybe, this is my own to me, it sounds like similar shayrish. I'm not sure. 
Reishasa. Okay, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about this. It's a different Sherish over here. I don't know. I hope on him he he pushes them off harshly with words like not nam lokum al shol. They themselves say, okay, you don't want to do it, king. Fine, you want to be a tzaddik. It's okay. We're going to take care of him. V'shol kom mehamaora ve'elich b'derech. And Shol doesn't know about this whole conversation going on. He doesn't realize his life's in danger. He finishes his business. He gets up and he leaves. So as soon as Shol leaves the cave, so David gets up, and he goes out to the entrance of the cave. He calls out to Shol, my master, the king. Shol's surprised. He hears, he recognizes that voice. David bows down to Shol. And then David tells Shol, David uses tremendous chacham. He's not going to call out Shol for what he's doing. Instead, he makes the key Shol's blameless, and it's all because of the Oshon Har of Doig. So he says, why are you listening to that person who says, Hine Why are you fooling for the story of Doig? Now, we know the truth is that Shol had already decided to kill David before Doig's Oshon Har, because... Uh, that's why he ran, right? The whole story of Machachaydish was all Yonis and ascertain that Shaul wants to kill David. But David, knowing this, doesn't want to make doesn't want to make Shaul look bad. That's not the way he talk to somebody. If someone does something, you want to approach them. You try to put the blame on someone else. Try, try to don't 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 directly confront someone. So he says, "Why are you listening to this fellow who says I'm I'm trying to harm you?" I'll prove to you that it's not true. You see the way Hashem gave me over today in the cave. And I could have killed you, but when I said I wouldn't dare touch the king. I had the ability. If I wanted to harm you, I was right there with a knife right behind you. Look, I'm holding the corner of your baggage. And now he calls him Avi, my father. Why is he called my father? So, uh... The Yishalmi says, what? He's his, his father-in-law. Mikan, this is the Makar that you're supposed to call your father-in-law Avi. Right? The Yishalmi says that V'lamu hukayr eisei Avi Shehaya chamav, he was a shver. V'chamav shal adam ka'aviv. So uh, he, he says, Avi, re'ei, gam re'ei, es kanaf nuch, look, I'm, I'm holding the corner of your bag, it'd be Avi. When I cut off the corner of your baguette, <coughs> and I didn't kill you, you should know and see, I have no das to do any ra to you. Not, not do any harm. Now you want to capture me and kill me? What did I do to you? I did nothing. Should 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 take Nikama from the Ra you're doing to me? The Yodilasiabochan, Khasashom, I would never harm you. Kasha Yoimar, Moshal Hakadmoini, very interesting uh Pasik. Like the Moshal Hakadmoini, Merishom Yetse Resha, the Yodilasiabok. That bad should come from Rishom and not from me. Person if, if something bad should happen, doesn't want to come from me. And Rashi says, Kasha Yemir Moshal Hakadmoini, Moshal Kadmoini Shalom, this is Moshal Kazbarku. Where do we see that? The Torah is the Moshal of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the proverb, I guess you'd say, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, 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 
that HaKadosh Baruch Hu arranges things that if someone needs to be killed, he should be killed by Adam Ra. The Heichen Amr Tayr, Velikim Inuli Yodai, Kedisim Sechtis Makis, right? This is the famous Gemara. It says that someone kills Bishayig and there's no one there, and another person kills Bamezer. HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings the two of them together, and uh, the guy who killed Bishayig with no one there kills the guy who killed Bamezer. No, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has his way of being Masav Asibis. We don't always see the backstory. We don't realize something that looks to us like a terrible tragedy. We don't, we don't realize why the guy maybe deserves it. Shereimah, he deserves it. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes sure that who does the Ra? Who kills him? Baruch, not enough that HaKadosh Baruch Hu kills him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu calls him to kill by Adam Ra. So he says, this is, I, I'm not going to touch you. Uh, <clears throat> so he says, I'm, I'm not looking to harm you. Chas and then he says, anyway, now he turns to him and says, who are you running after? I'm a nobody. I'm a dead dog. After one gnat. between the two of us and he should save me from you. So David finishes his speech. And now we're going to see Shoal's response. And the problem is that we're running out of time, so we'll have to leave Shoal's response for next week. But uh, interesting, just we'll see that Shoal is going to, at least for momentarily, going to seem to recon- reconcile with David. But later on, Shoal's going to backtrack and search down David again. What's Pshat? So Avner Bener, the general of Shoal, tells David, tells Shoal, you know what happened. David's in the cave. Chazal say this. David, if you were in the cave, Dov was nowhere near you. He couldn't have turned. If he would have, could have killed you, he would have. You cloth caught in a, in a thorn. That happens in a cave. You didn't see. Your bag had ripped. David sees a piece of your bag and he thought quick and he's like, oh, I'll come up with this baloney, sir. But Avada don't believe it. And he convinces Shaul that he shouldn't actually do it. But at this moment, we'll see that Shaul actually fully believes David and at least temporarily wants to reconcile with him. Doesn't we'll have to leave that for next week. Okay.